Welcome to the Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We are in episode 10 of season two, the very best one yet. Support from this podcast comes from Fluent. Fluent fits into your daily grind. No more finding time to study. You browse the web, you learn a new language. It's that simple. Learn more at usefluent.co. If you're a new Daily Grinder, listen to our pod, or have been grinding with us since season one, feel free to check out our journey so far and share your feedback with us. Get us on the map, help us grow, share this episode with a friend, and tag them on social. And give us a rating and quick review on Apple. Virtual high five to you in advance. Just before we go live with our special guest of the day, here's our hashtag KellyFast fun fact of the day. So dogs actually understand some English. Uh, some owners of disobedient dogs may have trouble believing this, but dogs can learn to recognize a vocabulary of about 165 words. Unsurprisingly, dogs respond best to short words, as well as those words with hard consonants such as T or R, which may explain why they can hear treat from three rooms away. And there's your fast fact of the day. intro short uh we'd like to welcome from delgado he's the co-founder of savvy dating game the world's first live dating game uh fern lives and works in socal uh so awesome part of california welcome to the show fern thank you thank you kelly i'm very excited to be on this is my first interview podcast so a little nervous but excited to get the ball rolling yeah we're excited to have you on the daily grind and we're excited uh for you to share your story with listeners out there in the world so i guess First and foremost, uh, for those of you who don't uh, know Fern already, can you tell our <laughs> listeners who you are, uh, where you're from, and what you do? Yeah, of course. Um, well, hello, everybody. My name is Fernando Delgado. Um, I'm a 24-year-old that is originally from Southern California, Orange County. Um, I went to high school in Orange County, and I was uh, fortunate enough to go to Villanova University on a lacrosse scholarship. Um, so I got to spend four years on the East Coast, and uh, well, really five years on the East Coast, actually. And um, I've been working on Savvy Dating Game, which is my venture, for about two and a half years now. My buddy and I started it uh, our junior years, well, his sophomore year, my junior year. And uh, it's been a wild ride ever since. Um, I was very into the, uh, into the startup world, but I never felt like myself could really get into it. You know, I didn't have that idea until really Savvy came along. Um, I was an econ major and a Japanese minor. I played lacrosse for four years, and I was fully prepared to enter the finance world. I come from a very blue-collar family, um, but going to Villanova, going to my high school, I was uh, installed into an environment that was very uh, corporate, and that's where I was planning on heading. That's where my internships were. Um, I was very excited to be to to hopefully get a, and pursue a full-time offer in in the finance industry. But then Savvy came along, and the ball got rolling. And we'll definitely be going on that route uh, over the next you know thirty minutes to an hour. <laughs> 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, really great intro. Uh, love your background too. Uh, quite a variety. Um, really great uh, school out there that you attended. Uh, corporate background. Uh, that's where I'm in right now. Uh, so mm -hmm. I, can, I can feel, I can just envision all the different classes that you've taken. Yes. Uh, <laughs> studying econ. Um, I have a business background myself in finance. So uh, really cool. Going into that interest of what we're building up to, obviously, in this interview. How did you become interested in uh, entrepreneurship and startups? Right. So I think I was instilled in entrepreneurship all growing up. I come from a family that owns their own businesses, that runs their own businesses, whether they be big or small. But I was very instilled to that with that. But like I said, my high school and college environment was um, not that. It was, you know, corporate job, the daily grind on, on working your way up on on in, in whatever field that you really choose. So subconsciously, I was always looking for that idea. I knew that I always wanted to be my own boss. I guess that was just my personality. I'm a very type A personality. Um, I do very good with, um, you know, bosses and leadership. But I always felt that at some point that I would be my own boss and be able to have my own venture, whether it be big or small, whatever it is. And um, I always knew back in my mind that I would be looking for something like that. And that's, uh, and I was very fortunate to, to come across Savvy at the time that I did and uh, be a part of it for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. That's really great. Did you, I guess too, with your entrepreneurship and startup background, uh, things of like that, did your family have that kind of background or did you take classes at, in college or networking events, things of that nature? Yeah, so I didn't take any specific col uh, college classes on entrepreneurship, but I did always have a, a really exciting friend group around me. My friend group in California is awesome. They're all music producers or entrepreneurs themselves. So I was very instilled in an environment in that in high school with a group of friends, but still the surrounding environment of the route that you would take would be a more corporate route, I guess, for, for me personally. Um, my friends at Villanova, a lot of them did the corporate route as well, but we're always, you know, bouncing ideas off of each other. But nonetheless, um, it was obviously the safer route to go to corporate. And when people say, you know, to follow your dreams, do what you want, no one ever really tells you that it's really hard to do so. And it's not, it's not the easiest thing to do, but it's very worth it, right? If you want to follow your dreams, you know you got to put in the hard work to really accomplish them. Really well said. Uh, yeah, we're really goal-driven on this podcast. So you mentioned keywords like having the idea, uh, pursuing your dream, you know, doing stuff that you want to get out in your life. So I think that's really important and you're a really great example uh, for us on the Daily Grind and our listeners out there. So going back to the idea, so what was your like aha moment <laughs> that inspired to create the Savvy Dating Game? <laughs> yeah, so back in, the, back in the day when we first started it, it was really just to find an entertainment service for Villanova. It was just meant to be for Villanova specifically. Mm -hmm. um, we bounced the idea. So I, I always kind of break it up into, into three phases, the idea phase and the development phase and then the sales phase, right? And it, they're all very hard and then they probably get harder as, as you go. Um, the idea phase being the really hard, and that's the one where a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck on because they pitch their idea, they get their idea, they want their idea, but they don't really know how to pursue their idea. So it kind of gets cycl cyclical and they just, you know, kind of come around and they never really break into the development phase for a lot of people. Um, so that's one of my biggest pieces of advice is to just keep on going if it's your dream, if you really believe in your product, really get there. But one of the biggest things that we saw to go back on on really how we started Savvy was we saw a major problem in other kind of dating apps, right? The lack of entertainment, the lack of ghosting, this nonstop swiping. It takes about 3,000 swipes for someone to meet face-to-face. -face. Um, they're just not very efficient. And, and one of the biggest things was the lack of entertainment for the college market. We saw the numbers were decreasing along the college market. So we were like, what can we do to provide, you know, 
kids our age, ourselves specifically, entertainment, especially at a school at Villanova that didn't have much to do on the weekends, right? Small school, same bars that you go to on the weekends, same people that you see. So we wanted to provide some entertainment. So we started pitching um, the idea along uh, sororities and fraternities and got amazing responses, right? At Villanova, it was about 10% were, were honest that they were on dating apps, but 95% of them said that they would try Savvy. So then we're like, okay, that's, you know, that's a pretty, pretty decent numbers. So we started pitching it at other schools um, along the, along the country and really try to get our friends, but really friends of friends, right? Do you think it's a good idea, right? Would you do this? Would you experiment with this for one hour a night? Of course. Well, why not? Why wouldn't you, right? It just kind of brings that entertainment factor with the added benefit of meeting somebody based on personality. So you actually have uh, you know, an opportunity to take things off the app, whether it be for a friendship or a relationship or whatever have you. Um, so that's one of the biggest things why we thought you know, Savvy could be really successful and what we kind of, you know, blazed our path to be. Mm-hmm. Interesting background in regards to, yeah. uh, you mentioned a lot of key data and metrics. I can just, um, I can relate uh, being part of, you know, signing on to these dating apps and going through X amount of swipes to get to finally meet someone in person. Yep. <laughs> and again, you're targeting that college market. And again, you listen to a lot of promising facts. 95% want to try out the Savvy dating app. They mm-hmm. may even savvy dating game app so i think that's really important to have that going from the idea phase the sales phase to where you are today what was the ba- background too on on the brand naming for savvy dating game is that something yeah. That, yeah so so one of the biggest selling points that we really wanted to to sell to guys was that we don't that one of the problems was that we don't know how to talk to girls anymore. We don't even know how to converse as as uh, as a generation, right? We're really kind of just, everything's on our phones these days, right? You call an Uber, you don't have to talk to anybody at a coffee shop, you order your drinks, you order your foods. Really the only time you, you converse with anybody is when you have a little bit of liquid cur- courage and you're at a bar. So, so there's really a lack of confidence when, you know, when you're talking to someone throughout the week, right? On a business relationship status or even on a personal relationship status, everything's texting, everything's on your phone. So we were like, on a social side of things, guys can really practice how they converse with females and then they could really you know, translate that to the business side of things, to the friendship side of things. Um, so we wanted you know, individuals, males, and, and, and eventually uh, females as well to practice their creativity, practice their wit on answering these questions, only have 30 seconds to answer and practice their savvy, right? So uh, actually one of my friends was like, trying to work on one of the on a name for his company and i the thing i tell him is right it's like keep it simple syllables right you have your ubers easy to remember lyft you have your tinders bumbles really kind of roll off the tongue house brand names that could be really stuck with somebody and that's where we came up with savvy very very simple you you practice your savvy you have to be the most savvy to win the game and we'll go into the features and the functionality of the game a little later but you have to really do that on both sides of the aisle right female and male yeah, really well said. I, I do like how you pieced it together. Uh, really catchy, easy to remember as well. Really great re- logo too. If our listeners out there haven't downloaded the app already, um, I can like I can pick pinpoint like, oh, that's the savvy dating game. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank really, you. Really cool. So I guess going back before we go into the savvy dating game, have you had experience working uh, past briefly in investments, consulting, competing as D1 athlete in lacrosse? All those experiences that you've had, um, how have they impacted? impacted that startup process for Savvy Dating Game and where it is today. Right, right. So at the core of, of my experiences playing Division One lacrosse and working in the finance industry on both the client relations and the investment process, um, on the analytical process, 
it, it really taught you at the core how much hard work needs to go into what you want to do, right? Um, it, it doesn't start it doesn't start at the snap of the fingers on what you want to accomplish. It takes years and years of unspectacular preparation for moments of spectacular results. Um, that's one of my quotes that, that I like to live by. Um, for lacrosse, it started in high school, right? Grinding at six in the morning, at five in the morning, all the way until, you know, afternoon practices, getting those extra sprints, um, especially being from California and not, not getting a lot of love on an East Coast sport, right? On lacrosse, you know, it's taking a gamble on California, on West Coast kids in general. Um, and then school-wise as well, you know, just studying hard and, and getting what you need to get done in order to get what you want to do, right? No one's going to no one's gonna hand it to you, but you really have to be the one to work for what you have. So at the very core, a lot of discipline, a lot of hard work, um, a lot of just grinding on, on a daily basis, right? On problem solving, critical thinking, on what arises on a daily, you know, on a daily stint. Um, a lot of the things that we see... And experience, it's a kind of first time for our whole entire team. You know, we, we're first time entrepreneurs. Um, so we're really tackling everything with a lot of research, um, a lot of grind on just problem solving skills, a lot of leadership. Um, uh, one of the biggest things, too, coming from, you know, a Division One program and, and a very high competitive uh, high school program was a lot of leadership skills. I came from a military background uh, from a coaching perspective. And that was very important to, uh, to, to where we are today, just from a leadership perspective, on conversing, on a networking perspective, on being, you know, just, a, you know, a strong, likable human being to really get and, and broaden your, your audience and your network to help, you know, down the line for your product. Yeah, really well said. You mentioned a lot of great uh, points uh, just on your background and the various experiences that you had talk about sports a lot on the daily grind because I have a sports background and work in sporting <laughs> goods. But yeah, again, like playing, whether it's an individual sport or as a team, you mentioned a lot of key points that overlap in the business setting as well. Critical thinking, problem solving, leadership skills. Those are so essential <laughs> to, you know, start that business. And that's re really cool that you're able to apply your strengths. And uh, I'm assuming other members on your team are able to do that to add value. Which is definitely, really definitely. Yeah, so really well said. So I guess going back into the savvy dating game. So tell us more about the savvy dating game. You know how to use it, its features. Yeah, of course, of course. So this is very important for for a lot of our pitches when we you know encountered VCs or angel investors or even just friends that don't know what savvy is. Um, we entered a market that's very saturated, right? Very saturated in swipe culture. And I think one of the best compliments that we got is that we've entered the market, but we've separated ourselves from the competition with a whole entirely unique and fresh concept um, and app now that's on, that, that's on the app store. So Savvy at its core is, is an entertainment service with the added benefit of meeting somebody based on personality. Every night the app goes live along the country from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern time zone. We match up four males with one female completely blind so they can't see any pictures or bios or anything of that sort they just see each other's names and once the game starts there's three rounds of questions now the female gets to ask a question each round for the first two rounds there's five questions that pop up the first round being the personality round so simple questions uh really just to get the ball rolling separate you know you know three guys from the fourth guy four guys get to answer they have 30 seconds to answer with their most creative, witty, and savvy response. And then she eliminates one guy at the end of the round. Now, the second round is the deal breaker round, which is the same functionality, but these questions are a little more thought provoking. You know, it's, you know really get to know somebody. Um, like, where would you take me if you had next Saturday off? What would you cook for dinner? You know, what are you, are you a mama's boy? Stuff like that. Very entertaining questions. We do a mixture of 
uh, basic questions that girls want to ask. A lot of the questions we came up with ourselves. And, you know, we've also played to the college market of Barstool, right? They, they do a great job um, finding some really entertaining and funny questions um, for, for, for our users. Now, the third round is really interesting. It's called the moment of truth. So now there's only two guys left. Now, this round, the female has the option to either type out her own question or select wildcard, which are really edgy, hysterical, funny questions that can garner very hysterical responses in return. Um, so the guys, you know, they have 30 seconds to respond, their most creative responses, and the girl can finally eliminate and match with somebody that she wants to match with, all, all kind of based on, you know, who the, who the person is. Um, and then when there's a match, their, their bios and pictures are released, and then they have 24 hours to chat. So we want to increase the rate of people taking things off the app, right? So we have, they have 24 hours to exchange phone numbers. Um, it's not like Bumble where it's only the female sending the message first or just the male. Either one can send the message. But as long as you have the icebreakers to really start a conversation. Now, in our chat feature, we have a bell. So if you want to start taking things you know, off the app, you know, grab a coffee, do whatever, go to a party together, go to the bar together, one person can ring the bell and it will inform the other person that the bell has been rung. So, you know, if you want to ring the bell back, phone numbers will be exchanged. So then if the person rings the bell back, your phone numbers are exchanged. So no awkward asking or anything like that. It's just a simple, um, easy kind of delivery on knowing what you want to do with, you know, the person moving forward. Um, so that's it in its core functionality. We have some amazing things in, in the pipeline. Um, uh, at the basic, that's it. It's four guys, one girl down the pipeline. We have ladies night coming. So it's going to be four ladies, one guy. And we also have our pride mode coming as well for the LBGTQ uh, community. Wow. Quite, quite, quite the app, let's just say. <laughs> um, I've, I've uh, dabbled in it a little bit, tested out the features. <laughs> This is great though. I think you really uh, nailed it down in regards to, I do like the, it's very time sensitive. So you keep the attention of everyone that's on the platform and you respect everyone's time as well. Cause time is very valuable. So it gives them more time to, you know, meet up if they, if they do end up meeting or connecting on the app, they can go to the bar, go out and do, do mm -hmm. things to enjoy. So I think that's really important and you're really building those relationships with those people on there and kind of getting people to interact uh, both in and outside the app, which is really important and set yourself apart from other uh, dating apps out there i th i think yeah definitely um we one of the biggest things i wanted to touch on real quickly is that it's a it's a mixture of hq trivia and the bachelorette with you know so so any everybody could be the bachelorette and find or the bachelor uh eventually and you know find that match and it's only live for an hour of the night it's really quick three games you can hop into another game really quickly and and it's just for you know it's perfect for pre-games it's perfect for you know a night out for entertainment um, and then you can find somebody that's really you're, you're a little you're a little more comfortable talking to rather than just swiping on single images alone. Yeah, and then this is this is all across the U.S. too, um, not just located in California. It's all it's all over. People yeah, yeah. So yep, it's all over the country. So you can match with people all over the country. And as as we grow, then as the users get into your specific area, the higher chances of you meeting with somebody in in your area uh, increases definitely. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So it sounds like a savvy dating game is the, the go-to for the, for dating out there. Can you share with us any recent success stories by users? Um, you guys are pretty new, but uh, if you do have like one or two to share, that'd be great. 
Yeah, definitely. So actually, it's, it's hysterical because we're all the same age as a lot of our users. So we, it's, it's, it's awesome when we get some DMs and we get friends. Hey, I actually, you know, met with this, met with this girl and we're kicked it off and she's coming to like our party this weekend and blah, 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 blah. It goes that sort. It's most recently we had a, one of our, one of our users um, start FaceTiming, you know, her match. And they, you know, how often can you say that a Tinder match has led to a FaceTime the same night, right? It, it gets pretty awkward, but um, in this setting, you get really kind of a sense on who on who the other person is at the end of the table, and it opens a comfortability level um, up definitely when when you're dealing with that. Obviously, we're a new app, so um, our success stories are are limited, but at the rate of people actually carrying conversations that we could see through our analytics, it's very, very good, and it's it's combating already, you know, the tenders and the bumbles of the world, um, especially. And and people are people are loving it. To be honest, the feedback that we've gotten is is amazing. I think one of the most important things is that we're very college oriented at the moment because our marketing plan is if if you can win over the college market, you can win over any market. They're going to be the biggest critics. And a really important factor of that is our brand ambassadors and our reps. We have you know about 150 reps across the country, and every day now, other day we just got one about an hour ago. Are emailing us their resumes and emailing us, you know, with with questions about becoming a rep and bringing it to their school. So that's you know in itself a success for us at least. Um, and it's it's always funny as a 24 year old to be getting you know the resumes of kids who are still like, hey, if you believe in the app and you'll work hard to bring it to your campus, that's good enough for us. You know, it's it's not we're not focusing on on your experiences or anything like that. This is just good experience from a sales position, from a marketing position, uh, from a team perspective as well, because we treat our reps as team members, right? We have group chats with them. We have a Facebook group with all of them all over the country to update them. Um, so it gets really good experience at, at a young age that, you know, some internships in the corporate world are demanding. Yeah, really well said. Uh, yeah, your campus ambassador program is super essential to not only just grow a year brand, but also for them too. They're able to get experience. I know back in the days I used to have an internship. I actually was a campus rep for a couple different brands out there. So I can definitely mm-hmm. see uh, they can grow uh, grow their skill set as well as grow your brand and grow the users on the platform, which is great. Definitely, definitely see the hard work and effort put put together in that ambassador program as well as what you're doing uh, within your team and your team members. So I guess, yeah, speaking of teams, can you tell us the importance of a team and how is your team at Savvy dating game create synergy and overcome obstacles? And then I guess this is a two part as well. Key takeaways for our listeners on working within a team and having that strong core team. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'll go back into a little bit of a little bit of the history of the last two and a half years. So it was originally just a team of two, you know, me and uh, Brendan Kenny, the other co-founder. And we were reaching out as a first-time entrepreneurs to a lot of development agencies to get the product to market. And we had some pretty tough experiences with that. Yeah, so we ran through four development agencies over the span of two years. And my biggest piece of advice to first-time app creators and entrepreneurs is find somebody with vested interest, right? Find a CS major at your school, um, at your high school, find someone you could share the same vision as you because your team is very important. And what we were seeing with these development agencies was that not they were very smart people, very hardworking people, nothing against them negatively, but from a business development perspective, we never saw that our relationship could carry farther into a long-term relationship. They were, in for lack of a better term, they didn't have vested interest in the success of Savvy, right? It was mainly on a monthly pay schedule that they would get paid um, and that was it, right? We never felt that there was enough, you know, confidence to get the the bugs fixed, to get the the, the product to market. Um, and then about a year and a, a year and a half ago now, a year ago, 
we met Jack McGinnis and uh, Jack McGinnis is our CTO. He's a senior at Georgia Tech and this kid's brain is on another wavelength. Very, very smart individual. Brendan and I were very lucky to find him, um, to have a relationship um, with a mutual friend who turned us on to him. And now fast forward a year, we're a team of 11. It, it, it's been pretty wild. We put an application once we departed our fourth team on LinkedIn. We had 150 applications for developers. We interviewed about a third of them and we hired six of them. So we were a team of nine by the by by August. And now we have you know another developer on hand. And now we have a, another member of our marketing team who's handling a lot of the social media marketing, who has um, amazing experiences working with ABC and a lot of YouTubers out in LA, graduated from Elon. And, and we're looking... Uh, pretty strong right now from a team perspective. And, and the, one of the biggest things that I think the lot, a lot of my past experiences is that it's not a team. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a team where you have bosses, right. Or like a dictatorship for lack of a better term where, you know, logic and reason education through discourse is very important, right? We put all our zoom links on our development page, on our general page. So anybody could join, come in five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, we're going to be pitching ideas. We're going to be solving problems. Um, continuously and our whole team's going to be there, right? If, if anybody has a problem with how we're handling things or has a better idea or has some, you know, something a little more creative, feel free to drop it. You know, we'll discuss it. We'll bring logic. We'll, we'll see if it works better and we'll go from there. It's not like, hey, this is our way. This is the highway. You know, you work on your things. It's very team oriented in that sense. And that's one of the beautiful things I think that I was experience. I wasn't getting at my past experience, job, internship experiences. It was very, do your own work, get told what to do. Um, you know, work with your small team and don't collaborate with anybody else. You know, the development, the marketing team, the, the management team, whatever you want to call it, we're all just one big team, really, that's all collabing um, with each other. And it's very important to us that we keep that culture. Yeah, that's great. It sounds like you're, the organizational structure of Savvy Dating, dating Game is, is really well, well put together. I really enjoy um, me coming from that corporate business background you have I, I like when you're mentioning all the words and describing i'd say like an open door policy so you're open to questions open to new ideas uh, making changes to make things uh, work more efficiently and more effectively down the road uh, team oriented is really keyword there as well as uh being involved in those cross-functional pro projects uh communication is key uh, yes. it sounds like you guys are doing a really great job um every day on your own daily grind so which is yeah. really cool so yeah, you mentioned a couple different uh, key takeaways for our listeners out there working with a team, like, you know, building that strong base and having people invested, interested in, in being part of that team and, and growing this even further down the road. Do you have any more uh, takeaways for our listeners or w one or two more things you you think? like in your Yeah, business? of course. Of course. So I, I a lot of this stuff, especially for early entrepreneurs and, and even even seasoned ones who are doing this and, and who definitely understand the point that I'm about to make is that you wear a bunch of different hats as an entrepreneur. You're working with the marketing team. You're working with the development team. Your learning experiences are bar none. You're not, a lot of these experiences you're not going to be getting in a classroom. Um, and so I'm very grateful for those opportunities. You know, when we're, when we're dealing with development issues or development bugs and we're bug hunting for four or five hours, a lot of people are on that call. A lot of people are, don't even have a technical background in development, but nonetheless, we're on the call and we're learning and we have a sense of, what the tech stack is now, we know where this bug came from, we know what's happening with this, what are the logic issues, are they a third party issue? Um, now, a lot of our developers are sitting on our marketing calls and they're reaching out from a marketing perspective to the tech community, you know, right? Tech podcasts, um, you know, learning, you know, we're learning from each other um, definitely on, you know, how to reach out. We're, you know, we're, we're learning from each other's, you know, experiences, um, a lot of them being first time experiences on reaching out to individuals, right? I think one of the funny things is, is that, 
we could reach out and send follow-up emails as many times as possible to a lot of journalists, podcast hosts, and sometimes it won't work. So we'll tweak it, you know, they'll tweak it for the tech perspective and, and the tech community. And we're like, okay, that works. So maybe let me try to apply this to the business side of, you know, the business side podcast to the, to the entrepreneurial side podcast and see if we get some responses and we have gotten some responses. So we're all learning from each other and you wear a bunch of different hats. One of the biggest things too is just, is just research. I'm not a graphic designer, but we're learning, you know, Final Cut Pro. We're learning Photoshop. We're, we're doing all of that stuff in-house. And we're not, you know, we don't have the resources to go and say, you know, third party, hey, can you create this for us? We're learning it ourselves. Luckily, Brendan is, is you know, a wizard already at it and I'm coming up on it as well. But, you know, most recently too, for an example of, of the wearing different hats and learning different experiences, we were on this bug hunt for for a while uh, dealing with our search parameters and we're all looking at the code and out of nowhere, Brendan, who has no technical background, he's, he's got a business, he's got a business degree, a finance degree. It's like, wait, shouldn't those things be flopped? And everyone's like a bell rung off on their head. Like, wow, like that is actually what the bug was. So we're all learning from each other, which is, which is huge. And, and just really kind of becoming friends in the whole entire process mm -hmm. and, and going from there. That's awesome to hear. Clearly a great example of, you know, having that strong core team. Uh, yeah, learning, uh, being able to, I think having people that like if me, I'm a finance background, learning that tech thing, or even with your, your other co-founder, uh, just someone else with a different perspective can help <laughs> solve problems and, oh. you know, again, create different ideas, different strategies down the road. Um, that's, that's awesome. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we're very excited for what the future holds for us from a team perspective, right? We want we, th this team is the foundation of savvy, and and it's going to take us to you know where we really believe that we can go, and what our feedback has taken us, and our testing has taken us. Um, we're very excited for the future with this team. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So yeah, speaking of teams, you and your team have definitely made a significant impact in online dating uh, through savvy dating game. How do you think this year um, has influenced this industry? Yeah. So. I mean, COVID being the biggest story, the biggest headline for a lot of dating apps. And you can go and just look up COVID dating apps and look at the news section. And there'll be tons of articles um, on how it's affected and how dating apps have pivoted to different side, you know, things of people not actually meeting up. So they're turning to video chatting. Um, I think for us, it's, you know, a lot of a, a lot of the things that we've learned is that timing has to do with a lot of your product, right? You could have the greatest product in the world, but if you're a little early in the market or you're a little late on the market, um, there might be other competitors by then. We think that our timing and, and from what we've been told and what our research has said, our timing is pretty impeccable right now. There hasn't been a new dating app that hasn't jumped into swipe culture um, or been different than swipe culture in seven, eight years, right? Let's talk from the Tinders and Bumbles of development times. They, they started in 2012, 2013. There hasn't been anything new, right? Everything is looking at pictures. There might be different UI. There might be different designs. There might be different ways that you interact with other people, different chat features. But at the core functionality, you're still just looking at pictures and swiping left and right and basing your opinions on valuing looks over personality, right? So from a timing perspective and, and pairing that with COVID, we think we've hit it right, you know, the head on the, or, excuse me, the nail on the head uh, perfectly. Um, with a new dating app like Savvy, where we bring a lot of the entertainment factor, we bring a lot of the personality, we start valuing personality and conversation skills over just looks to build actual relationships that can go farther and farther. Um, we think that, you know, with COVID too, that everyone being home, it's harder to meet face to face. But our entertainment factor will definitely lead to us, right? We're only live for one hour a night. You, you get a match. You could talk to them. And eventually when this clears up, 
you could have, you know, those conversations and those meetups with people. And even, even now you go to a coffee shop and be socially distant and and respectful of each other and go to a park and whatnot. Right. We need that human interaction and no better way than to, to actually be entertained and meet someone that's based on personality rather than just swiping left and right and hopping on a video chat and getting all dolled up for that. I, for me, my perspective, I don't know if many people are into doing that, but you know, we've definitely seen that other dating apps have pivoted to that. Really well said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You hit the nail on the head in regards to what uh, the savvy dating game is doing and uh, you know, what has, what has it done uh, for this uh, crazy year, obviously um, everything going virtual, but now things, now places are starting to open up again um, in your area, be social distant and respectable, abide by the CDC guidelines, wherever you live, mm-hmm. wherever you reside. So that's, that's really awesome. Uh, keep up the grind as we say here. On the Thank you. Grind. Appreciate so, it. Yeah, speaking of daily grind, can you walk us through your daily grind, the day of life of Fern? I mean, every day is different, but maybe pull some yeah. pieces together on, on your life. Of course, of course, of course. Um, so, so I think one of the key factors in this is that the majority of the team is on the East Coast. I'm the only West Coast member. After uh, graduating Villanova, I moved back to Philly, and I was with Brendan, and we were working with all our East Coast team members. Uh, but since COVID started, I moved back with my two dogs and just on the West Coast to see where the ball drops uh, for us in, in, in the future, definitely. But with that, there being a three-hour time difference, I've definitely woken up a couple times, you know, at 7:38, and the Slack is already popping off, um, you know, and I'm missing those key those key messages, and uh, I'm not a big fan of that. So most recently, I've been my daily grind has been waking up at five, 5:30, trying to get up as early as possible. Um, a lot of the work has been picking up, so I wasn't. Fitness is very important. Being a D1 athlete, getting you know, just it's just embedded in me that I you know have to do some sort of some so at least running a mile a day. But now. Since the work was picking up, I was I was kind of missing out on my opportunities to really get a workout until late at night. So, and I'm more of a morning person myself. So, you know, I want you know you know want to value sleep definitely. But my daily grind has been you know waking up at five thirty, getting that mile run and getting that light workout in. A lot of the gyms are closed out here in California, so doing you know a light high intensity um, you know morning workout, getting that going. You know, drinking you know getting my cup of coffee, and then it's just going right. Most of the mornings. Um, in, in the past week have been bug hunting, definitely. So, you know, 7 a.m. meetings, it's 10 a.m. on the East Coast, and we're just bug hunting for the next four or five hours, um, paired with obviously marketing. Obviously, I can't help with a bunch of different technical things. So we're doing everything. I got my desktop right here. We're marketing, we're networking, we're product testing um, all throughout the entire day. We're dealing, you know, managing our brand ambassadors, managing, creating content um, for, for influencers that we're dealing with. We're reaching out, outreach, um, product testing, networking, I've repeated myself a couple times now, but it all goes back and forth really on, on, on that. It's, it's, there's no really set schedule where I set an hour for this and hour for that. It's really, you go, go, go. I have my list of things that I have to do on my notepad that are high importance. And then it's just, once those things are complete, then it's just the cycle continues, right? Okay. What else can I do to prepare for tomorrow? Um, I have two dogs, as I say, so I love getting, you know, getting out, taking them on walks to kind of clear the mind and go from there, you know, in the mornings and the afternoons. Um, as early as possible as I can. And then when 6 p.m. hits around in the afternoons, we're testing, right? We're on a Zoom call. Uh, majority of the team is, is sitting on the call, uh, making sure we're keeping, tra- keeping track of the assistant um, and, and really just kind of going from there. And then at the end, we converse, right? Okay, what can, we do to, what can we do tomorrow that's a little better for marketing? What can we do from a technical standpoint? What's the bugs that we need to find in the morning? One of the greatest things is, is that we're only live for one hour a night. 
So we have 23 hours to go and fix the previous night's bugs. Um, so, you know, we, we're looking to increase our daily active users and our daily downloads. We have a lot of goals in front of us, short-term and long-term, uh, for the next, you know, six months, really, four months until the end, to the start of 2021. Um, and, and we're on the right track of, of reaching all those goals and, goals, and we're very excited um, to get all those things accomplished. So every, every daily activity is, is another notch on, on, the, on the totem pole of what we need to do to accomplish our goals. Quite the daily grind you have there. Uh, again, you're optimizing your time, making most of your schedule, balancing it, making sure uh, you know to get a healthy as well as you know support your team. You know, achieving those goals both short term and long term. That, that's awesome. Again, keep up the grind. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So we we talked about your daily schedule. What's on your daily grind in the upcoming months uh, later this year? Right. So um, it's it's obviously the continuance of that. We're we're testing new ideas. We're testing new features. We're developing new features from a technical side. We're getting ready for our marketing campaigns. Most recently, we're on the road to 10k, 10k downloads, and then eventually 10k active users. Um, so that's that's where the next couple months and couple weeks definitely are leading to us testing new ideas, testing new campaigns. We have to be very very creative and unique with our marketing strategies because of COVID, especially on campuses. Um, now we're testing the waters on cities. We have a lot of reps inside cities who've graduated, so getting the word out with them. You know, maybe doing a, a bar night or something like that where we you know sponsor a bar night and, and it's a savvy night specifically, and we get a lot of downloads from that, and then it's really implementing um, what we could do in the future on you know, keeping our retention numbers very, very high, competing with the big boys um, in that sense. And going from there, we have a lot of, we have a lot of good goals, short-term and long-term on the next couple months. We wanna get our uh, most recent, most, most forward-thinking, we have our features of Ladies' Night and Pride Mill. Now, in the short-term, we have our referral program that we're implementing. So everybody, it turns everybody into a rep pretty much. So we're very excited to be dropping that very soon. Uh, maybe my teammates might be a little mad at me. I wasn't supposed to drop that too early, um, but we're very excited, you know, to, to drop that and get everybody really involved. It, this app is, you know, created by young entrepreneurs for other young students, right? Students and, you know, 18 to 35 year olds. And obviously once we, you know, take over that market, we can expand to a bunch of different markets um, age demographic wise, definitely. But for the next couple months, it, it, it's a lot of this. I'm looking forward to eventually moving back to the East coast uh, being with the team out there. So so everything that we're doing on a daily basis, on a weekly and monthly basis is getting ready for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really well said. It sounds like you're on track, as you mentioned before. Uh, yeah, you gave us a little teaser on the daily round. So that's <laughs> awesome. Definitely. Love, love to hear it. So yep. speaking of motivation, do you have a word of the day to motivate our listeners out there? Yeah, I definitely have a phrase that has stuck with me since um, – middle school really it's so i like i said i came from a navy background from a coaching perspective right i had the same coach for 12 some odd years and he graduated the top of his class top gun and a, a, a very motivational person he went to different colleges all over the country and was a leadership coach and so i got some very good experiences from him but one of the things that he always instilled was that it's hours and hours of unspectacular preparation for moments of spectacular results right so just the daily grind working suffering in silence you don't need to be you don't need to be flashing your achievements on a daily basis social media wise you know you you really kind of just focus on yourself and you're competing against yourself every single day not competing against you know we have a wide eye on our competitors obviously we're keeping an eye on them but we're trying to be the best app that savvy could be um, trying to be the best product for our users trying to get them the word out as much, as fast as possible and as swiftly as possible in the right actual 
measurements just so we don't rush anything. We're, we're here to get things right in the early stages and then obviously steadily grow into the million users that we know this app can be. But yeah, again, that my, my quote would be hours and hours of unspectacular preparation for moments of spectacular results. Yeah, amazing quote there. I think it fits perfectly with with today's episode, uh, you know, just preaching the daily grind, living the daily grind, doing doing that on a daily basis. So, Fern, if uh, listeners have questions, comments, uh, want to get in t- touch with you after the podcast, and also, too, uh, where to find a Savvy Dating Game and how to access it and download it. Okay. Yeah, of course. So, I'll start off with that. So, Savvy Dating Game is live on the App Store, ready to download. We have all our features in there, um, you know, for, for this first go around, and we're very excited. Our users have been phenomenal. Our downloads, our daily downloads have been phenomenal. Very excited to keep getting the word out. Unfortunately, it's only live on the App Store right now, but we're working on our um, on Google Play Store, so Android users can use it, obviously, and we can go from there. But right now, only live on the App Store. Um, best way to reach out to me is, so I'm not a huge Twitter guy, but I, you know, I always had one kind of growing up and, but real most recently, one of my buddies, um, and I'll give him a quick shout out if you're okay with that, um, at, at rebel markets, he hooked me up onto Twitter. He's like, you got to build your community, you know, your professional personal account, and it'll eventually help with the, the overall business account. But I really like using it because as a first time entrepreneur, I didn't really, you know, I, I had to go and seek out mentors. So I use this as like a mini blog, right? I, I, tweet out the bad stuff, the good stuff, what works, what doesn't. So anybody who's in this process or wants to learn a little bit or has done this before and maybe wants to collaborate on a few things can really kind of go and understand, okay, you know, reaching out to Instagram influencers was not as effective as reaching out to TikTok influencers or something along those lines, right? From business, from a tech perspective, uh, we got the whole team on there now. So Twitter would probably be the best way. It's at ferndelgado underscore. Uh, and then our DMs are open on Savvy account. And then you can find our Instagram accounts as well. It's the same handle as Twitter. Again, that's at Fern Delgado underscore. Um, the DMs are open. We're, you know, we're personalizing this as much as we can. We're, we're having, you know, from a community, community um, service perspective, we're, you know, we drop our phone numbers. We drop our emails. Feel free to email us. You can go to our website um, and, and find our email, which is contact at SavvyDatingGame.com. Um, but really, you know, tweeting at us, DMing me specifically, um, and we can get there, right? So, you know, starting, you know, conversations as on a thread and, and we'll just, you know, converse there so everybody else can see it as well. And we're big on just kind of passing on the learning experiences to anybody who wants to learn. Awesome. Uh, thanks so much for sharing all that. Uh, we'll put uh, Fern's contact info as well as uh, where to find this savvy dating game. Again, reach out to them. Uh, try it out. It's, it's really cool. And again, yeah, shout out to the at Rebel Markets. He was on our daily grind. He was our episode five of season two. So a few episodes back. So feel free to uh, throw back Thursday or however you want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's great. He's great. He's great. I've known him since uh, since since high school and i was so happy when he reached out and he, he's definitely helped a lot with the marketing and learning obviously from from his page as well so i'm mm-hmm. um, very thankful for that great yes great stuff here fern again thanks for tuning in today's episode big thank you to fern for being on the podcast do you want to start a podcast but are not familiar with how or where to begin join our free virtual event hosted by yours truly uh in the daily grind so this session covers everything from starting a podcast, launching, marketing, and branding. We talk about equipment, editing, monetizing secrets, and the essentials to help you stand out from the competition. Start your podcast and grow your listeners 101 on Thursday, September 10th, 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern.
sign up on ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. Hey, Daily Grinders, we have an Instagram contest with Fluent for the month of September. Head over to at KJF Daily Grind to enter and win a Fluent prize pack and Visa gift card. Ways to find the Daily Grind. Follow us on Instagram at KJF Daily Grind and on Facebook as well. Check out our website at www.kjfwi.org. Feel free to follow your host, Kelly Fast, here on Instagram at Kelly J Lefty or on Twitter at Kelly J Lefty as well. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on.